It's Daily News Show Week, and our teams only get their headlines a couple days before their show needs to be turned in. Which team will get the scoop, and which player will find the end of their story? Find out on this episode of America's Next Top Podcaster. Greetings from America's Next Top Podcaster, a masterclass in podcasting stacked up and dressed in a trench coat to sneak into a reality competition. I'm your host, Brian Ibbett. On the last episode, Blue Fan Group lost new member Eliza during sponsorship week after she had just joined them from the shuffle. For their next challenge, each team was assigned news headlines, which they would have to use to make a daily news podcast. Tony and Chetna of Connect4 got to pick technology news as their category since they won the challenge in the previous week. Nikki and Will of the Blue Fan Group got video game news, and the makers, Audi, Dusty, and Vincent, got political news. Since the teams won't be getting their news headlines until later in the week, Nikki and Will of the Blue Fan Group tried to figure out what they could do to prepare while they wait for their video game headlines to come in. What are we doing? Okay, what are we doing this week, though? We won't know until Wednesday. Right, but we need a concept. I Honestly, I won't. I don't think I can figure that out until I know what, what gaming stories they're giving us. Like, that's such a vague... Like, at least politics, you could be like, okay, it's a news show. Like, we, we can just t- tackle it like it's the news. But, like, I, with a gaming show, it's like, what's the gaming news? Is it, like, the economic side of gaming? Is it the cultural side of gaming? Is it just, like, Monster Hunter uh, Last- Rise comes out March 25th? What is the headline going to be? I just would feel better if I knew what we were doing. But of course, we don't know. But yeah, like, I, I, I hate to be like, I have no idea. But until I see those, I... I yeah. mean, I know about video games. I'm not up to date on recent video games, but That's like, fine. I get it. Well, I'm not... I don't know. Like, I'm not... I'm, I play games, but like, I'm pretty like off in my own... Like, we're, like I'm not like... I can't wait for the new Call of Duty. Like, yeah. it's not like I'm off in my own like... Um, Still playing Skyrim. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I can tackle it. I I have some... God, I spent two weeks studying how to write news stories for a job I didn't get. So, um, you know, I can structure them well, I think, because I assume they're just going to give us headlines. Like, we have to write the stories ourselves. Part of why I'm like, let's just wait to see what... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I'm not worried. I'm just like, I don't know how do we prepare because we can't. So um, is this challenge just like here you have three days to do a challenge or this challenge what? is like well yeah it's kind of the news angle it's like you've got to get the news ready like the it, the, the news the podcast your your video game news podcast goes up on friday and you have to you get the story on wednesday or whatever I, I don't know i don't know i listen to like here's the thing is that like i find like video game podcasts are like insufferable like 90 oh God, 90 yeah, percent of them um they're like um there's like there's okay i there i think i'm subscribed to three gaming podcasts um which like i'm subscribed to like 40 podcasts so that doesn't tom's always been good at doing the headline thing and i think that's what they're looking at here yeah very good at that and i don't care about anything he reports on but i like listening to it because it's like very clear and concise and i understand everything he says tom was literally the first podcaster i listened to he makes things interesting that like sometimes i don't care about but then i end up like kind of caring about it yeah, exactly. So that's so the goal then. Yeah. As a goal. And so, like, yeah. So, like, people kind of come towards that instead of, like, hey, bro, like, what did you play? Like, oh, yeah, I totally, like, narked some orcs or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Is that how 
gamers talk probably not so equal distribution or should we have someone read the headlines and the other one be the commenter kind of like scott and brian do with the news because i don't hate that either i yeah i i think with only two of us there's nothing wrong with playing off each other the next day will and nikki got their video game news headlines just in time to speak with our podcasting coach tom merritt in the space of the time we have to talk you will have to explain three video game stories how are you going to do that uh that's a great question uh that's what we're going to ask you about (laughs) um we are are talking about kind of treating this as if it's like a you know here is your daily roundup of of video game news right And, and this is not not inspired by your podcast tom but um but like which is a ripoff of every other news show that came before it so right but like i have that like headline style in my Uh head where do we where do we focus where do we spend our time and and what order do we go in basically we're thinking a big a medium and a small story and we don't know what's like what generally how do you order those generally what a lot of uh what a lot of the you know three story type podcasts will do is say coming up we'll tell you x and also y but first Z. Uh, mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's kind of how I, I do ordering a lot, which is what is going to be the best way to tease this that will keep somebody listening because they'll be like, Ooh, well, I do want to hear that later story. And this one's, this one's interesting enough to keep me from pressing stop. So uh, a lot of times that your, your most compelling tease is the one to put at the end. Mm-hmm. And then your biggest story of the other two first, and then the other one in the middle. How much should we assume, like, if we are doing, if this is essentially just like you're tuning into the most recent episode of this podcast that is covering news, video game news every day, how much should we assume our audience knows? I'm not sure there's a wrong, right or wrong answer for that either, simply because uh, you don't have a real audience. The, you know, the, the real answer is go, go survey your demos. <laughs> we are doing a show for this. This is our audience. So we did it at mm-hmm. that level. And that gives you the flexibility to pick a level that you're comfortable with. Okay, cool. Because like with something like the cyberpunk patch, right? Like you can go down a rabbit hole of like, this is the latest Mm -hmm. story of like a branch of 20 stories that all interconnect with each other, right? And to skew a little bit broader and throw crumbs to the hardcore to say, you know, to to do what you just did was like, man, we could go down a rabbit hole, couldn't we have all these things? But (laughs) right. And that way, the hardcore, it feels like, oh, okay, these these folks know me, even if they're not going down that rabbit hole right now. It's, It's not a bad idea if you can do it without getting uh, getting too wordy, uh, to give broader context to things yeah. so that people mm-hmm. are learning more than just what that particular story is about. But like, oh, there's lots of cloud services, you know, may seem obvious to you, but people may not have realized that. A, a lot of the gaming podcasts that I listen to, the more fun part of the show that uh, happens is when they talk about what they're playing versus like actual news stories. And we are a news podcast, so I don't want to really go into that. Do you have like an idea of like, how to make news sound more like the segments of like what we're playing or, or anything like that. Yeah. You can uh, write it in a way that you would say it to somebody, not in a way you would expect a newscaster to say it is important. Uh, Make it, make it sound like you're just talking to each other. After some great advice from Tom, the Blue Fan Group sat down with their three news items to figure out how best to put them together into a podcast episode. Here's the issue. Here's what I think. We're coming at this from a news angle, so we need to... It's not an opinion. Well, we, we need to condense it. We might not have time to cover uh, that stuff other than in passing. Um, yeah, which I sucks, but I, I mean, yeah, that sucks. But the the biggest issue is that that stuff was news two months ago, and yeah, it's not I mean, really being discussed right now. 
talked about it like at that time. And we yeah. can say that. We can say like, yeah. you know, as we covered last time, uh, they have a history of this, blah, blah, blah. Yep. I, I'm excited to record this, to be honest. I it, it feels like this is a week where I kind of know, like, this is like yeah. my, like, uh, like science week or maybe, maybe not even right. science week for you, but the bird, the bird stuff. Where I'm yeah. like, oh, I know, I know, I know what I'm doing. Like, I, wait, wait, I've got this. I've got this, right? Uh, uh, Dave Filoni uh, took uh, inspiration from this game uh, when working on the Clone Wars um, and and uh, uh, the upcoming show, The Bad Batch, um, which premieres in May. The inspiration he took. Because Dave Filoni's like the Star Wars guy right now, like he's right. he's the guy who does like the Mandalorian, and he did all the animated shows that that we can connect to really easily. Which I assume and is why they chose. The judges are a wild card at this point, so like whatever. Well, this is like the one thing that I think is hard about games, and why I'm not super surprised they pushed it to us is because like politics and even tech, you can just go serious and you're They're fine. Yeah, and this is like. I, you know, I think we can do this in the sense that the the, the body of it is, uh, you know, straightforward, but you add in a little personality. I don't know. The woe I don't really... What is woe about? Say, like, the thing you pick up the phone and tell your friends, but, like, with these stories... I'm, I'm gonna be honest, yeah, I don't... I feel like, um, like, just because I follow gaming news... I could have probably picked three slightly. I don't know. I mean, these were just like three of the big stories from that morning. So like, I get, I get where they came from. But like the, like, right when these were getting picked was when the EA cancels uh, uh, Anthem next story broke, and that's like way more interesting than these three. I yeah. guess I just want to see how it feels once we've done the read through because I'm get, I'm, it's difficult to like hit that right point between making it sound natural but also a little scripted because that's what you want you don't right. want someone just like blabbing off about the news like you want something structured so. person and i There's will no say this way of going all the way with this and it not being stupid i think if you had more than 10 minutes you can maybe use a little more freewheeling discussion but like barely though barely but like personally i think with video games and th- i'm saying this is someone who plays a lot of games i think the second that you go high concept with it it's just obnoxious yeah i don't think video game news should be treated any different than other news for the most part while the episode was coming together nikki took some time away to talk with me about the ups and downs of the competition all right, I'm here with Nikki from Blue Fan Group. Hey, Nikki, how you doing? Hello, Brian. Doing good. Does it feel like more work now when it's just the two of you that things are kind of um, falling on fewer shoulders? I I don't know. I think this is fine mm-hmm. just because Will and I have been in the same team since the beginning and we work together really well. We're also the same age. I want to say we're the two youngest ones in the competition. Oh, are you really? See, I thought that. Yeah, he's 25. I'm 27. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we're, we're the young team. I don't, don't want to diss anyone. That's right. The spry, <laughs> young, fresh ideas team. <laughs> and we're like, maybe because we're like fresh out of school, we're better at like doing homework. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. That's funny. Um, but we do work well together. Did you guys do anything preparation wise for the show? In other words, did you guys do like a run through of 
a fake show before you got headlines to see how it all flowed? Um, we decided to wait because we had a fairly clear idea of how we were going to do it, kind of uh, very efficient and clean cut, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. you can't go too crazy with news anyways. Or if right. we did, I feel like the judges wouldn't like it. So <laughs> we, we kind of know how it's going to sound again, like we've been working together for the last six weeks. But somehow it feels like, you know, we're this super team, even though it's just been six weeks. So, yeah, we're going to actually record tonight and... I think it'll be fine. I'm sure there's bribery that you can use to uh, get him you know, when you guys are individually <laughs> competing against each other. Yeah. Some bribery that you can use to have him edit your show for you. This is like the fourth time I've been recommended to bribe people. I'm starting oh, yeah. to think something's Actually, going on behind the scenes. Well, hold on a second, because I think the first couple times you were threatening to bribe me. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized there's no way I'm going to find a PS5, so I gave up. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, Nikki, I can't wait to hear what you guys turn in. Uh, good luck. And And I'm really looking forward to hearing it. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. This is News Glitch for Wednesday, February 24th, 2021. Your daily source for everything happening in the world of games in 10 minutes or less. I'm Will, and that's Nikki. Hello. Today, we're talking about the latest hurdle for Cyberpunk 2077 and Amazon's slow expansion into the world of cloud gaming. But first, let's head back into a galaxy far, far away. Chetna and Tony of the Team Connect 4 were also feeling a bit lost waiting for their tech news headlines to come in. However, having won in the previous week, they got to enjoy some bonus coaching from experienced tech news podcaster Sarah Lane of the Daily Tech News Show. Start with any gotchas or any heads up if we are new to sort of reading this um, tech news. Um, any advice you could give off the chart uh, at the beginning? Sure. So when you get your headlines for this particular challenge, I think, you know, the first thing is, okay, what do we have the most to say about these options between us? You know, what's our kind of main story? Now, if you've got 10 minutes and you've got three headlines, you have roughly, let's say, three minutes for each, right? Because you got, you know, you kind of intro the show and then you sort of say goodbye at the end and that'll kind of be your last minute. So call it 333. That's the easiest way to do it. And I think at that point you say, okay, what's what's the big story? Do we lead with that or do we tease it? And then that's our third story. It's usually not the second. Is it just kind of important, but you don't really have that much to say about it? Some stories are really a, an, on DTNS, we call them explainers versus discussions or quick hit if it's even like just a couple sentences and there's no back and forth to be had. Um, but just to make sure I'm hearing you right, it doesn't have to be equal time to each story, yeah. especially. So say it's a quick hit. There's just a few facts. Um, it sounds like you're saying there's nothing wrong with just throwing the facts out, making it a quick hit and moving it to the next story. Is that not is at that all? Fair? Not okay. at all. In fact, Thank I you. think you probably I don't know how many other podcasts you listen to. I'm going to guess a few, but I <laughs> always can tell when there's just not a conversation to be had. And there's like a dragging out of a story where you go, mm-hmm. why are they doing this? They've they've obviously given themselves a certain amount of time or they feel like they don't want to rush through it. But it's like you, you talk about what you got to talk about. And sometimes it's really just a, hey, this happened. OK, cool. And then sometimes it's a, oh, no, we got stuff to say. You know, here's here's let's present the facts and then let's 
dive a little into how everybody feels about it or what the implications might be or what, you know, the the, you know, the future market might look like. Extra research on each of these headlines mm-hmm. that you read. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so yes. So that's <laughs> like the two most important things f- for sure for this kind of podcast because even though, you know, news can be, I mean, it could be a weekly show, it could be a monthly show, it could be any any kind of show, but if we're thinking about like immediacy, breaking news, stuff that's always fresh and constantly evolving, you have to be fast, but you also have to be accurate. You can be first, meaning you can get a video out that feels really polished and it sounds great, but the content needs to be incredibly accurate. Or if there are holes in a story, you as the team have to know that. So you kind of go, all right, well, who else is covering this? Okay. And if they're covering it, is it sort of just the same boilerplate information that the first story I read was? Because often that comes from a company, right? It's like company has an announcement and then everybody writes about the announcement or there's a new product sort of thing. But if it's a little bit more of a, hey, this is what's going on and The Verge wrote about it and then TechCrunch writes a different slant, you go, huh, okay. The story now has a little bit more context to it. There's a there's more layering to it. and But really, it's kind of a mishmash of four to five articles that I read. So the little paragraph I end up with that ends up being that three or so minute segment on the final show is really giving credit to every article that I read initially. And that makes you sound a lot smarter. You can even say, especially in a story where you're like, huh, I bet a lot of people would just read one version of this and it's kind of the most obvious version of the story. You might say, all right, Bloomberg reported this morning that Facebook is going to buy Apple and it's going to be for $4 trillion and blah, 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 blah. However, over at Ars Technica, so-and-so, who usually has very good sources, had a different take on why this deal might fall through. So you can kind of make it like, oh, cool, I've just made the story a lot more complex, you know? Now it's like a rich dessert with lots of flavors, rather than just that one headline that's a little bit clickbaity that you're going to see all over the internet. After some expert coaching from Sarah Lane, Connect4 was starting to get a clearer picture of what their podcast would look like. How do you actually decide what piece to pick from those articles? Maybe there's a common theme across which makes or calls for that. Okay, let's just pick this piece as a me to share with the audience. So I guess that's the hard part is um, the whole the little the little uh, wrench they threw in the socket, if you will, is that we don't get them till tomorrow. So it's, you know, there's not a lot of time to do research. Uh, there's not a lot of time to discuss the order. So yeah, I, it's just, I don't like the uncertainty. The uncertainty of not knowing uh, what the articles are is is tough. The other thing I wanted to um, ask was um, to you is about the voices that we want to use. So um, I, I, I don't know, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> uh, definitely more. I think we can do more than one. I don't want to do one person for 10 minutes. Uh, that was easy for an ad read for a three minute thing. Yeah, um, I, but I think for a tech show, but it definitely has to be the both of us on this one. If it's a quick bit, one person can do that. Yep, I agree. Know. Um, but then if it's a longer story, it's it's, it's gonna be a challenge. That, and they're doing that on purpose, you know, yep. that we don't get any of this information until tomorrow because 
you know, we're just sitting on our hands. We can't reach out to anybody because um, we don't know. We don't know what it is. We get three headlines and amongst which one will be something flashy, let's say. And we want to keep that at the, the, the third order, right? In that case, do you want to tease that news at the beginning um, and get to it at the end based on... Uh, we haven't done teasing of uh, the... the, uh, the the body of the yes. episode, right? Ever before. So I'm thinking we should try that because this this is a perfect format for that, as in at least the uh, the category for that. Is yeah, I, I would do it in the intro, you know, so whatever we call it, Tech Talk. Yeah. So welcome to Tech Talk. We have some great stories today, including first, um, let's talk about Microsoft and then we go into that story. Yep. yep. Um, and then yep. at the end, you just recap them. That was something I was talking to Brian during our, our one-on-one is one of my biggest takeaways has been you basically tell people what you're going to tell them, you tell them, and then you tell them what you just told them. Finally, the team received their tech headlines and quickly got to speak with their podcasting coach, Tom Merritt, about how to put everything together. Hello, Team Connect 4. The order that that we had decided on, we were going to open up with um, the YouTube story. Uh, Chetna is a parent. She's going to cover that one. Um, the ring doorbell, we're going to throw in the middle kind of as a quick bite. Uh, mm-hmm. there's really not a lot to discuss. Here's what's going on. Here's what's new from ring and then wrap it up with, uh, the story about fries. Um, we plan to wrap that one up with a little back and forth, a little conversation about our experiences with the store, if you will. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, any feedback on the order? And, it's more about I, why you're putting them in a place than whether an order is right. And, and the reasoning that Tony to. gave me sounded sounded good. Here's the thing. With with news, every day is going to be different. Uh, yeah. and, and what you're trying to pick is a balance of what will keep people interested, what will make them feel like they were informed later because they know about it, and what is important. Your story order is good. Where if you look at Tech Meme, Google News, etc., that YouTube parental control story is getting a lot of play because it's broadly applicable. A lot of people with families, a lot of people with kids using YouTube, and this is something people have been wondering about. Is there more uh, that you can do for kids that are older than thirteen? And the other thing is to explain, like, okay. What is this? How is it different? What is 1536P resolution? Uh, you know, like get into explaining beyond just the what's and where's because the what and where isn't that isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, new ring doorbell. Why should you care? Okay, here's why. And, and maybe you won't, but here's why it's news. With advice from two very experienced daily news podcasters, Connect4 was feeling very confident. As they dug into the work of producing the podcast, Chetna took some time to talk with me about the feeling of breaking through their losing streak. I'm here with Chetna from Connect4. Hey, Chetna, how you doing? Hey, Brian. I am good. How are you? I'm good. And uh, boy, kind of a relief uh, this last week to not only not lose another member, but actually win. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you. Um, Yeah, it was such a relief um i would say more more than winning um to be able to come back um revive <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so good job yeah i think um you guys just suffered through a lot of really difficult weeks there with difficult difficult challenges and and things thrown at you so i'm glad that um uh glad you guys did so well on this last one so news you guys ended up with tech which i know you're very excited about 
I am. <laughs> <laughs> now, what kinds of things have you guys been doing to prepare for the – did you do to prepare for the articles? Did you guys do any sort of rundown or a test show or anything like that? Uh, we did not do any test show, but um, we did um, – um, do some research on our own and then um tony um shared his script i shared mine and then we figured what are the the pieces that each of us wants to actually voice over mm -hmm. um and i think he usually um takes care of the music um because that's his forte and i i just listening and get give him feedback uh but to prepare um we did our own research and we're still um, kind of contemplating whether to bring in audio bits into the news or add in our own touch, right? The news we got, we're all very close. Like YouTube parental, I am a parent. My daughter uses YouTube kids mm -hmm. and she's almost tween. So she would eventually use that. So I think the new product um, or the feature launch that they're pushing out this March um, might make sense for me personally, um, sure. just like a new parent. So bring in that personal element, maybe. Excellent. Well, I can't wait to hear what you guys turn in. Looking forward to hearing what you do for your news program. And uh, I guess we'll see you on Monday night for, for reviews. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Jaina. Welcome back, everyone, to the Power User Podcast, where we bring you the latest in tech news. In this episode, we have news from Amazon, new product from Ring, and we lament the loss of fries. But first, what do you do when your teen is too old for the kids' YouTube app, but as a parent, you still want to have some control over what they view? Well, YouTube has some improvements that just may interest you. YouTube announced the launch of new beta Finally, the makers, Audie, Dusty, and Vincent, were preparing their show as well. They took some time to really nail down what sort of political news podcast they would be creating. My initial thought is to take the headlines that we get, describe them, and then as appropriate, reference something that's like relevant to why this story is in the news from a year ago or three years ago, just providing sure. a little bit of critical context that mm -hmm. is not just what you would see on corporate news. Right. And that and that goes to Jenny's point of the why should we care, which is absolutely true. Why should we care? Thursday is going to be somewhat limited. I really want to see the headlines so I know kind of whether we should do um, like BBC reportage style mm -hmm. or uh, roundtable like McLaughlin Hour style discussion i think the round table well see that and that worries me is doing the round table because it is the headline show if it's a headline show it should be two people or less right <sighs> well they mentioned it being multiple hosts they did want to see that because even said then, could. yeah then let's say two because it, because they say multiple hosts on monday when they give us the assignment i know and then we show up the next monday and justin and jenny are like why are there so many people on this podcast yeah. it doesn't make any sense it has to be more than one though more than yeah one would be i mean it's, it's a it's maximum of 10 minutes that doesn't mean it needs to be 10 minutes but that's the thing is how many headlines are they giving us i mean if it's i a, think it's three yeah, it's so you have to give... Head. No, it's not. So each one you have to delve into pretty hard. I think we just, no, I think we just do what we need to do for each one and not try and fill 10 minutes. Right. 
Oh, no, I'm not saying fill 10 minutes, but if it's only three, I mean, you really have to, so it doesn't feel completely empty. You've got to hit the who, what, where, why, when, how, and and then the whoa, you know, the, the sure. why should we care? Now, here's the other thing. We basically can't do anything at all until Wednesday morning. Not much. Because we really, we really can't, I mean, there's, there's really no planning that can be done until we have the headlines. So I was telling Bobby in my intro interview, my whole kind of introduction to podcasting started when I was in high school. Mm. I was doing a speech and debate and there was a radio broadcasting. It's not like an official NFL speech category, but North Dakota had a radio broadcasting category where you would sit down and 30 minutes before you were supposed to speak, you would be given like a stack of AP wire headlines and you okay. have to cut them down into a three minute headline thing. And then you do like a three minute commentary and then it would be like a six minute speech total. Hmm. Uh, the very first time I did it, I won the whole tournament. Nice. And I was champion two years in a row. So this is directly in my wheelhouse from, you know, 20 years ago. That's awesome. I don't know that we can get away with it being three minutes, but I really think we have to aim for it being like maximum six minutes. I'm starting to get the impression that we are not uh, penalized and we might actually get like a bonus. I I think so. Come in under the expected time. That's always been the rule. I think it's it's one of those things where you want to try and use as much time as you can. But I don't think we need to at all with this. No, gosh, no, no. I I think faster is better. From the judges that uh, we should waste as little of their time as possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would um, volunteer for the headline reader. Okay. And and we can cut stuff and compare if we want. But I have a fair amount of experience (laughs) reading news headlines. Yes, you do. Absolutely. No, I, I agree. Yeah, that's fine. Absolutely. I don't like the conversation aspect unless it it's like not a free-flowing conversation. But maybe if the story works with it, doing a direct back and forth between, you know, voice two, voice three, um, to to really, you know, nail that who, where, what, when, and how. Um, but having it just be on that one deeper dive story. I, I think that would actually add to it. It would add depth without adding complexity. Does that make sense? I, I feel like we need to, you know, say maybe on that, depending on what story. Oh, have. no, absolutely. Yes. It all depends on the story. Um. That That's that's <laughs> crucial. The makers got their politics headlines and then got some advice from Tom. So politics, eh? How are you going to approach this? Basically, we want to keep it um, very... Uh, and just cut and dry, honestly. We're not going to try to put a spin on it. We're not going to try to put a shtick on it. Um, we are kind of mixing two different show types into one um, in the sense that kind of our inspiration is AP headlines and also uh, Make Me Smart mm-hmm. uh, from One Mollywood. We're going to take uh, an AP headlines um approach for story one and story two just very um to the point you know just simply the headline the facts who what where why when how kind of keep that to like a 60 to 90 second tops Mm -hmm. 
And that'll be number story one, story three, and then story two in the middle is going to be a little bit more long form, not truly long form because it's still just a headline show. All right. A few, few thoughts. First of all, I would recommend not putting a third short story at the end. Uh, why make them wait? Do, do the two stories off at the top. Like, here's a story. Here's a story. And then we finish with our discussion and you tease that discussion ahead of time. Uh, you know, coming up, we're going to talk in depth about X, but first, blah, 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 da, 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 da. then your second story, da, 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 da. that just, that just feels better than you get done with a long conversation and now wait, there's another thing, uh, that feels longer psychologically than if you give me two stories, tell me you're going to do a longer discussion, give me two stories and then start the longer discussion. I know as a listener exactly what I'm getting and when it's going to end. You can, you can almost think of it as three sentences. You've got a sentence that says, this happened. Sentence two is, here's why it happened. And sentence three is, this is why, you, this is what you wouldn't have expected to know about it. Mm. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad that helped. After talking to Tom, the makers got to work recording and editing. During this time, Dusty stepped away to talk with me about the challenges of doing a new show with not much time to prep. I'm here with Dusty from The Makers. Hey, Dusty, how you doing? Hey, Brian. Uh, just like you, I'm digging out from the foot of snow we just got. If you don't like the weather in Colorado, just wait five minutes. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the saying. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, aside from that, you guys uh, got hit with the challenge, the news challenge this week. A nice little um, hurry up and wait kind of challenge where you get assigned a show and then you just had to kind of wait until yesterday morning when you got uh, some news for that show. And uh, you guys ended up with politics. Now, how do you feel about that first off? I mean, I feel good about it. I uh, have experience doing news reading like this kind of competitively and also semi-professionally. So I mean, I was hoping the challenge would be harder. Like we wouldn't get our stories until like an hour before the judging. And then we'd have to <laughs> cobble together a 10 minute show and push it out real quick. But, uh, but I realized that's probably not practical for a lot of people. Um, With the so advanced, really, I mean, yeah, when, when we have our advanced America's next top podcaster, we'll do that. We'll cut the, uh, <laughs> the time down quite a bit. Now you guys are the only team left with three people. Um, are you trying to do, are you going to have all the voices on, or are you guys going to have a couple of you on the show and one of you working behind the scenes or how's that all going to work? Well, we've gotten, uh, lots of feedback on the power of too many voices. Mm -hmm. So our strategy, <laughs> our strategy is basically to record it a couple of different ways and see what works best. If it makes sense for us to have three voices conceptually in the show, then we'll do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, if it, if it works better with two, you know, if we can all individually record and it turns out that one person reading all three stories is the best, then, you know, we might do that, but, uh, we want to, we want to, we just want to, uh, go whichever direction gives us the best content. Was there, um, any thought to doing that, like doing a, a prep show earlier in the week before you get your news articles, just to see, you know, get some random headlines, try them out and see how it works. Or is it, is it pretty difficult when you don't know exactly what kind of headlines you're going to get from you get yours from jury of course well the nice thing about a show like this is you get to see the power of working backwards mm -hmm. and we all kind of agreed that you know we could do just like a bunch of extra work but there's not a whole ton of value to it until we know what the stories are 
Like sure. once we got the stories, then it was like, you know, wheels hit the road and uh, we start working out how we're going to approach it. You know, what, what are the possibilities for voices? What are the possibilities for story depth and length and order and all that stuff? But uh, yeah, once we uh, got the stories, then the, the real work starts. Uh, well, I can't wait to hear what you guys put together. Are you guys going to be recording tonight, I take it? Yep. Uh, we've got a little bit more playground time, and then we're going to cut our finals, and then uh, we're going to flip a coin to see who gets to <laughs> tear their hair out editing it. <laughs> this is your morning briefing from ADV Media. I'm Dusty O'Connell. Tom Vilsack is sworn in by Vice President Harris on Tuesday to join President Biden's cabinet as Secretary of Agriculture in a story reported by Axios. Vilsack is a former governor of Iowa, the president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, and returns to the Agriculture Department, which he led during both terms of the Obama administration. In a rare show of bipartisanship, the Senate voted 93-7 to to confirm, with the notable exception of Senator Bernie Sanders, who becomes the first member of the Democratic Compression is considered a dirty word in some circles. For me, it's a necessary tool. As a producer, I'm giving aud- given audio from a number of different sources, different locations, different times, different recording rigs. And after working on the tracks, sometimes things still don't match up. This is where compression comes in. You add a little bit of compression, and boom, it all lines up. The Waves Renaissance Axe Compression is an easy, effective tool to even out audio. This is a valuable accessory in my audio toolkit. Waves has created an entire series of Renaissance plugins. I'm only going to bring up two. However, the entire Renaissance series is incredibly easy to use, very powerful, and affordable. And I would recommend any of those plugins. However, for the purpose of podcasting, I use this one and the one I'm going to talk about next. Follow the link in the show notes to get more information about the Waves Renaissance Axe compressor. Go to waves.com for more information and start using it today. Brian David here for Rogue Amoeba's Sound Source. Whether you're a podcaster or even just someone who likes to listen to podcasts, audiobooks, or music on your Mac, you want the very best sound for your buck. You also want full control. Maybe you want your system alerts and things to play over your computer's built-in speakers, but you want that new album by Foo Fighters to play over your your high-end speakers. Or maybe you just finally want equalizer-level control over your Mac's audio. Oh, finally! Now you have it with Rogue Amoeba's SoundSource. SoundSource lets you do all of that and so much more, and it lets you do it right from your computer's menu bar so you always have it handy. And right now, you can use the code TOPCAST20, that's T-O-P-C-A-S-T-2-0, to save 20% off the price of SoundSource. You can use that code for 20% off of Rogue Amoeba's podcast tools as well, like Audio Hijack, Fission, Farago, and Loopback, or you can use it to save 20% off of the Ultimate Podcast Bundle, which is a reduced price bundle of all of those things anyway. That code again is TOPCAST20, Visit rogamoeba.com to learn more. When I got to the point that I was working on multiple shows each week, I needed to find a way to work faster without losing any of the quality. After having tried a few interfaces and not finding ones that were easy to use or easy to set up or that fit in easily to muscle memory, I was kind of at a loss. 
One, it was at that point I discovered Contour Design and the Contour Shuttle Pro V2. This programmable, versatile interface not only was easy to set up, but it naturally fit into my workflow. I cannot think of doing the amount of work or the type of work I do now without this tool in my hand. The Contour Shuttle Pro V2 has become an integral part of my process. I recommend highly everyone look at it for themselves. Go to contourdesign.com, get more information on the Shuttle products, both the Pro V2 and the Shuttle Express. And we'd like to thank them for supporting this show, independent podcasting, and providing the Shuttle Pro V2 for the winner of the season and the Contour Shuttle Express for the second place finisher. As we usually do, let's hear from Tom one more time before we start the judging. So I almost feel like it was unfair uh, with Connect4 since I picked the stories they were talking about. I can give them more direct advice about how to cover them. Also because I covered all three of those stories earlier in the day. Uh, but that said, uh, I, I, think, uh, they, I think they've got a decent approach uh, here. Uh, it's, it's not an imaginative approach, but that may be a good thing. Uh, and, and, and so I, I think they're going to do well. I think they are thinking about how to make the story sound different. Uh, and, and Chetna in particular uh, was really digging deep and like, what makes the story stand out and finding like, well, some, some of these stories don't really stand out. And then, so I was trying to tell them like, what you need to do in that case is explain why this is getting all the attention. If you don't think that the story really stands on its own, because it is getting attention. These were three of the buzziest stories of the day. Uh, Blue fan group with the video games. Uh, I, I think uh, they, I don't know what their stories are, uh, but I think, you know, they need to make sure that they, they keep it fun. They were really focused on how to tell the story. Um, and with video games, that's important. But it's more important that the attitude you have is there as well. So I, I, I hope they make a, a fun uh, approach to this. Uh, it does sound like they're going to enjoy it. So I, I think that's half the battle right there. And then the makers, I think, have the strongest uh, approach of all of them. They really had a concept that they had thought out. They knew what they were doing. Uh, they they had figured out how to make this stand out and be a different approach so that they could show off a little more in depth. Uh, Blue Fan was talking about doing a bit of a discussion, uh, and I think even Connect4 was, but they hadn't really formalized it as well as the makers had at how they were going to get there. Like, we're going to do two quick stories, then do uh, the bigger one. So I, I really looking forward to that because it, it feels like a professional format. So it's just a matter of execution for them. Greetings and welcome to America's Next Top Podcaster. We've taken our delicious masterclass in podcasting and added a thick layer of American cheese to it. We call it a reality competition series. I'm your host, Brian Ibbett. We gave our teams a timely task this week, create an episode of a daily news program with headlines given to them by Tom and two of our judges. The catch was that they only had a couple days to record, edit, and submit their podcasts, which is certainly more time than a typical daily news show would have, but less time to produce a full podcast than our teams have had so far this season. How did they do? We happen to find three judges who have all worked for regular daily news shows before. First up, a regular collaborator on the Daily Tech News Show. It's Justin Robert Young. Oh, hey, guys. What's happening, man? Hello. <laughs> Next, we have a regular collaborator on the Daily Tech News Show, Scott Johnson. Oh, hello. I... 
didn't see you there. And unable to join us live, but here in uh, Scoring and Notes, the senior advisor to the Daily Tech News Show, Jenny Josephson. And our special guest tonight is one of the hosts of the Daily Tech News Show. Basically, I'm just trying to take this series over from Tom. Uh, she's a veteran of web and TV journalism who has worked on TechCrunch Revision 3 and Tech TV. Sarah Lane. Hi, everyone. Very glad to be here. It's great to have you. Now, back in season two, when we did this challenge the first time, uh, two, maybe three of the teams we had did a practice episode before they got their headlines. So they get their headlines later in the week, but before that, they did a practice show just to practice timing, style, voice work, delivery, things like that. Judges, do you see a benefit to doing that if you don't have the actual headlines in front of you for a one-off show like this, or is it easier to build the show around the headlines? once you get them. Well, that's really hard to say because from a practical standpoint, if you're doing a daily news show or even a weekly news show, your show depends, you know, in, in a way you're an engine that needs fuel and the fuel is right. is the stories, right? But, right. but for a one-off... For one-off, you could go the other to, way. Yeah, you yeah. totally could. Like if you're just doing one and you know you're going to do these three things you're going to talk about, yeah, it, those three things probably should uh you know, help determine or sort of render what your show is. There's a benefit to reading. News reading is something that is its own talent. Uh, uh, there is a a cadence for which we are best absorbent or is best absorbent to other people's brains. And finding that for yourself, understanding and being confident in it, or even just practicing and rehearsing the idea of reading something over and over again and seeing both what would within your own performance and what the output changes is important. I I guess what I would say, just because I do this all day, every day, is when you are working in uh, news that is ever-changing, you have to never be too in love with anything that you actually produce because it might go away. It, because there might be another story that slots into his place. And that is something that, you know, sometimes I get really bummed out about that where I'm like, man, I loved that story and now it's dead. But, oh my gosh. Uh, but that is, that, that's kind of the reality of this. And, and that is sort of the fun, cool, you never know nature of, of the ever-changing live news world. Very good. All right. Well, let's get to our three submissions here. We're going to start this time with the Blue Fan Group. Will and Nikki. Hello. Hey. Hello. Uh, how are you guys recovering after losing Eliza last week? Well, a lot of therapy sessions later, I think we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk about your news show. You guys had the gaming podcast. Mm -hmm. um, once you guys got your headlines from Scott, what was your process? Um, I think it was to just uh, kind of iron out how we wanted the structure to be, um, you know, like what was the importance of the stories? Do we start with the most important story? Do we open with like a more fun story, which is kind of what we ended up doing with the Star Wars one? Yeah, kind of just like organizing and then uh, writing what we would actually read in the show. And after doing this process, any desire to do a, a daily show of some sort? Uh, going forward after <laughs> after this week? Oh, I don't want to nope. say yes if the judges hate it. What if I say yes and they're like, well, but you suck at it. You can't do this. <laughs> like don't, don't start your day job kind of uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to Justin. 
technically, I, 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 well, here, let me start here before we get to anything else. Uh, I didn't hate anything this week. I want to celebrate <laughs> workmanlike uh, efficiency. It is way, way, way underrated in podcasting in general and this competition specifically. Uh, uh, we tend to laud the things that are big, audacious shots, uh, but I would, I, I think that the ultimate worth is in having a show that knows so much what it is because of its efficiency that it can then take risks on top of that. That being said, I think that you guys did a good job of something that I think is very important, and that is delineating where we are in a news show. Are we in the introductions? This is News Glitch for Wednesday, February 24th. Are we in the tease? Today, we're talking about the latest hurdle for Cyberpunk 2077. You guys, both in your uh, verbiage and in your tone, seem to guide me along. My Biggest criticism that I have, if you're going to be in a world where you are uh, making your opinion known about these stories, you've got to sharpen the takes a little bit. The idea that, well, CDPR is really screwing it up. You know, I, I think the company has really taken a lot of missteps on this one. I <laughs> hope they get better is not really a great take. Like, they will get better is a sharper take. They have one more game to turn this around. They have six months before they uh, uh, start to face some some serious repercussions. Or uh, uh, take the take of, of this is actually a success. We just don't think of it like that because of the chattering class online. There's a million ways you can get your opinion out there in a way that is more provocative than what you're doing and doesn't violate the news analysis realm. That being said, it was a mild criticism. I liked your, I liked the podcast. Thank you, Justin. Let's go over to Scott. Okay. <clears throat> Gaming, one of my favorite uh, things in the world. And so I was really looking forward to this one. I liked the writing a lot. Um, it's the top takeaway for me uh, in terms of positives from this. I think your writing was great. It's my, it's the most positive uh, aspect I, I think of the show. I'm a hypocrite for saying what's next because I do it all the time. But I try to do it in the context of the show I'm on. But you guys jumped into that Mando talk really quick and pulled away from uh, the actual discussion of the of the content, which was that game getting a a, a new port. It, the sort of interstitial chat around that stuff I found to be, uh, on the one hand, of all of the groups, it was the least reedy. When did we see Keanu? Like, these have been a lot of delays. I feel it's been years and... And the most like, hey, we're just talking now about this thing, much like you might hear on a daily tech news show or any other kind of news show. You've done the headline. You've talked about the actual meat of the topic. And yep. and you guys did a good job of getting to there. But I think the actual interstitial chat left me a little bit dry. Uh, I, I'm not entirely sure why, but the feeling I had was that and uh, I thought you guys did a good job. And I tried to be, you know, not too scrutiny brained when it came to yours in particular, because I got to choose those headlines. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised. You guys did. You guys did great. Thank you. Excellent. Thanks. Thank you, Scott. Uh, Sarah. I would say, and this is something that I, I notice because I do this on a daily basis is okay. 
what's the story? How do I write the story so that all the facts are down on paper? Then I say the story out loud. I, I, I read it for myself. I listen to myself. And then I'm like, does that sound like a normal human? And if not, okay, how do I make it just sound a little bit more normal human without taking out any of the uh, important information that has to be part of the story? If it sounds a little stilted, I think that you have a tendency to lose people more than if it sounds like, hey, I know the story and I'm saying it off the top of my head. You're not saying it off the top of your head. It's scripted, but it's supposed to sound as though you're saying it off the top of your head. And that's how you kind of get people to say like, wow, these are like humans that I really, really uh, um, not only trust and think are smart, but I, I relate to. Maybe add a little sound effects between stories just to keep some momentum up. Very good. Excellent. Thank you, Sarah. All right. Thanks, Will and Nikki. We're going to move over to the makers, Audie, Dusty, and Vincent. Um, all right. So last week, uh, you guys got nudged by Justin to go for politics. Um, are you guys happy with that decision? I think so. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we dug it. Um, and Dusty, well, I got you. you you've got a background in news reading. Um, how did that determine the style of the show that you guys put together? Uh, not really. I mean, I think the biggest thing for us was, uh, just kind of coming from the comments we got last week, we really wanted to just do, you know, straight on economical, um, like jury was just saying workmanship focused and just go right at it. I, I think faster is better from the judges that, uh, we should waste as little of their time as possible. Yeah. Uh, all right, Justin, these were your guys. These were your, your headlines. Uh, let you start. Oh man, I was so pumped listening to this. I was so excited. You guys did a great job. The funniest thing that's happened over the last four years is that people have thought politics isn't boring <laughs> when in many ways it very much still is. And, and there is plenty of substantive, important, interesting, incremental news that happens as the gears of our politics tick forward. You guys did a very good job of doing that. And then we got to the end and the end kind of uh, really just took this entire podcast that I was going to celebrate as the, the, the greatest of the examples this week of just giving me the news, just pop, pop, pop right there. Story, 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 relatable uh, 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 tones. I was just downloading. I was soaking it through my ear hole. And what happened at the end is not a problem in terms of what you guys wanted to get out there. It's how you presented it. And it's the difference between an editorial and a news judgment. A news judgment is there to explain a conflict. Find a conflict, explain it. I, uh, uh, here's a feature story about vaccines. Uh, so, uh, my wife is going to get a vaccine. That's great. But guess what? Isn't it kind of weird that she's getting a vaccine despite the fact that I'm not, or that I'm actually out more and I have more of a personal, uh, uh health problem. Wow. That is interesting. That's not how we get it here. How we get it here is, this is a problem. And then we get the telltale 
mark of an editorial, which is I'm going to explain in just kind of a a side swipe last line uh, of like, oh, and this is because the previous administration didn't plan. I am saddened that the rollout of the vaccine was so hampered by seemingly poor governmental planning over the course of 2020. That was very disappointing to me uh, uh, because I thought you guys had done such a great job right up until that moment. And 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 that was a stain for me. I will take 100 percent blame on that one. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was the two percent <clears throat> that I wrote. Um, <laughs> the 98 percent. Yeah, wasn't, uh, yeah I'll take that. Yeah, I I um I was we, we definitely wanted to have a, a bit of a personal you know, connection in there. We didn't want to do like a back and forth kind of banter so much. Um, so, you know, the personal connection did, and I mean, it is everything in that is true. It's great. No, I think, I think that it is, it is a great way to explain it. It's a great way to, to put a human face on the idea of what is a story about getting vaccinated right now? What are the challenges? That's a writing thing. If oh, you want to make a point like that, that's got to come in the writing. And if you're having a problem with it in in in, in the delivery, that's ultimately where you got to solve it. Let's move over to Scott. Didn't work, did it? Well, how about this? No, just kidding. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mostly agree. Um, I will say this: the the overall uh, presentation from the top forward was really strong. I liked it um, a lot take it from someone who's extremely tired of all things political right now. Um, honestly, it was kind of refreshing. You guys, t- you know, you were, you were doing the news. Tom Vilsack is sworn in by Vice President Harris on Tuesday to join President Biden's cabinet as Secretary of Agriculture. And I like that. I respect that. But my problem with it came down to kind of what Justin already laid out, which is it just felt really reedy and not real, even though I know I, I know the source of this. Some of this stuff is real. But it just didn't feel that way. And I think that was a little bit of a bummer. And it kind of derailed the overall tone of things. I'll say to you what I said to them. Overall, great job. Uh, Sarah. Okay. Presentation was really good. Audio quality, really good. I will say um, that the uh, the back and forth interview uh, stuff uh, towards the end didn't sound live. Um, you know, this already, I thought that the content was really good, but it didn't sound natural. It did not sound like humans talking about human things. And that's just the way, the way it has to be. And if you don't have the humans believing that you're a human talking about human things, then you lose folks. Excellent. Thank you, Sarah. All right. And thank you, uh, makers. Thank you, Adi, Dusty, and Vincent. Moving over to Connect Four, Chaitna and Tony P. How you guys doing? Good. Hey, I am good. So, uh, Chayna, you were excited last week to end up with the tech news category. Did that help you guys? Did that pan out? Uh, it did. Um, I loved. Um, I, I loved the news reading format in itself, and tech being close to my heart. Overall, yeah, I, I had a good time. Very good. So, no, with the the short time with editing, and and knowing that if it was a real daily show, you'd have an eighth of the time <laughs> that we gave you. Yeah. Exactly. Do you guys, uh, yeah. either of you see uh, uh, a daily show in your future? 
I think uh, uh, Nikki or Will mentioned if I say something, <laughs> I get backlash from. Good point. Um, we'll ask you. We'll ask you at the end of the show. Good point. <laughs> but honestly, I, I would love yeah. to do a, a, a news podcast, especially tech. No, I'll, I'll I'll say the uh, idea of a, a daily morning show sounds like torture. I would never <laughs> sign up for that. <laughs> I know who would put themselves through something like that. I, I'll, I'll leave that for other people. That's that's for not me. Pure, pure insanity, dude. Pure insanity. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had a great coaching session with Sarah. I got to listen in on that. And um, were there some of the suggestions that she gave you? Um, any specific ones you want to mention that you guys used in your show? I'll tell you the one that helped me. And it, it admittedly, it sounds so simple, but it was new to me. Um, which is uh, she told us her method of. You know, I, I literally copy the text from a story, but highlight, you know, the main points and then rewrite it in your own voice. Um, again, I, not to be disrespectful, but it doesn't sound like rocket science, but it was it was absolute. <laughs> it was new to me. I've never done that. Uh, let's get to our judges and we're going to start with Scott. OK, so I think you guys did a great job. Uh, I don't think anybody did a bad job this week. I told the other two teams that I, and I, and I think that's true here. Tony seemed a little too jolly about the fries news. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad day for fans of fries electronics as the chain has announced after 36 years, they're closing their doors. In a press release, the company said fries has made the difficult decision to shut down its operations and close its business permanently as a result of changes in the retail industry and the challenges posed by COVID-19. Man, you were just, it was the same energy that you were coming at this, these other stories, which I think was the right energy, um, but it's a subtle thing. You get to the fries news, and not that we all need to be shedding tears and you know telling our grandmas we love them or anything over the fries news, but it's a very kind of like upbeat approach to what would normally be sort of a you know well in some in, in some somewhat sad news. If you remember going to fries, you won't be able to go again, and here's why, and here's the thing. And I just felt tonally that that was throwing me a little bit as I'm taking my notes. Uh, I've never had the Tony too jolly note. So (laughs) (laughs) Tony too jolly here. That's what you have to say from now on. It was my favorite of the sort of natural banter conversation stuff. And you guys did great. Let's go over to Justin. I didn't love Chetna's read. As you may know, previously, Luna's early access launch of both gaming service and Luna controller were invite only. But now it's available to everyone. And take it from somebody who uh, regularly butchers and stumbles over uh, uh, tech news reads every Thursday on the Daily Tech News Show. <laughs> um, I, I I know that can be hard, but the difference is, you know, when when I do it, it's a live to tape show. Uh, you guys had the opportunity to. Uh, to do to to take multiple takes. Thought everything was fine. Everything that everybody said is fine. I do agree that the fries stuff wasn't wasn't too jolly for me. I thought it was fine. Uh, uh, the fact that this was a celebration of a icon gone by. The biggest thing was well, first things first. Y'all didn't say who you were. You just came in and you're talking, and then all of a sudden Chetna's there, and I don't know who she is, and and. Uh, uh, there, there is a an importance to those signposts. If even just so, I can expect the voices. Not everybody's great at reading. Not everybody's great at news reading. It is a skill, 
Uh, and and uh, that was the weakness of this show for me. When, when it went from you doing a news read mm-hmm. to you being in conversation, immediately everything flipped. Uh, have you been to a fries before? For the matter of fact, I have, actually. There is one down uh, by the Renton in Washington. Like, there's just uh, uh, sometimes trying to do something and not just doing something can accentuate the uh, uh, worst elements of our speaking pattern, especially in news reading. Thank you, Justin. Sarah? Okay. Um, I really liked the info. I thought the audio cues were really great. Um, I did notice there was music under one uh, w- one story, but not others. And if if the music was off the top, I would have been like, oh, okay, that's their quick hit or, you know, whatever. But it was kind of buried and I didn't really understand why the music was there, but it wasn't there. Music is sometimes kind of a lazy way for people to be like, oh, this is where we get our, you know, you know, our, our, our energy. And, um, I don't think that's necessarily the, uh, advice I'd ever give anybody is like, oh, just add music. And then you sound smarter. Like now try to volley stories a little bit more back and forth between the two of you. We have to tell, you know, Anybody who cares to listen, you know, or watch us, whatever, Here, here's the information. But we have to make sure that they consider us, uh, you know, knowledgeable and also entertaining and, you know, all the rest of those things. Thank you to our team of judges. Uh, thank you, Sarah. All right. Uh, it's time to award our top team of the week. And the bottom team and the top team are separated by less than 5% of total score. Like it is, it is incredibly close, which speaks to the fact that you guys did such a great job this week. So well done. Our top team this week is Connect Four. Congratulations to Chaitna and Tony. Thank you. Oh, yay. Thank you all so much. So, thank you. The coaching from Sarah definitely paid off. Uh, well done, you guys. Yeah. And if anyone ever dies, can I have Tony come speak at the funeral? Like, uh, I want Tony to speak at the funeral. <laughs> you want Jolly Tony, right? Yeah, Jolly Tony. Do, do Jolly Tony. I want him to tell everyone about how I died, but do it in that way. That'd be great. I right? was. It's funny you say that. I was going to recommend obituaries for next week's challenge. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our bottom team this week. I'm afraid is the makers very close, but the makers uh, with ADV media headlines uh, was the, was the losing team this week. What was uh, the, the, the kicker? I mean, was it, was it the, cause you were saying Justin, the production was great right up until that last. Uh, I think everything was great. I really liked it. It was great. It had a great tone. It had a great delivery. Uh, It was just that last swing there. I think it started to go off the rails because of the the personal thing didn't have the same news focus. Uh, And then that last line just threw me out of the boat. You know, I've been racking my brain since thinking about how it could maybe have been done different but kept, you know, this done. Here's the segment of the show where we take the gloves off and we think for ourselves, or you know, whatever we say, and <laughs> and you transition to it, and then it's got its own little place to live. 
that may have made it land better for me. Yeah, look, the the, the if if you're really going to look at it structuring it like a news segment, then you began with the end. The end should be uh oh, uh all these rules that are put in place to make sure that people get the vaccines in the right way and they are being fretted over in state houses and federal government for months. Uh, uh, they're all put in place, but oh my God, it's led to this awkward moment because my wife is getting it and and I'm not, while anybody listening plainly would think that we should both get it and yet we're not. That's great, but that's the end of your story. You got to walk people through every step of that process or else it's about you making a complaint. And that's ultimately where it landed. All right. The judges and I will now head over into the deliberation room to determine who's going to be leaving the competition tonight. We'll be right back. So the losing team is uh, the makers, uh, Audi, Dusty, and Vincent. And I Homie hate to took draw. the bullet. Yeah. He took the bullet. the bullet. I feel I I know him personally. He's a good guy. Um, and he does that genuinely. Like he's mm-hmm. he's eating that bullet for real. Yeah. Totally. To me, it's like, you know, he ran the play and the tight end didn't do what he said he was going to do in the locker room. And it's not, it's just, it's a one time bad, but it's enough to give him that you're the bottom. Well, team. especially since yeah. the whole thing was, hey, we're doing a different politics show. We're doing a news politics show. We're doing a news politics show. And then at the end, it's like, anyway, no, it's it's a weird complaint. It was a weird point. It was weirdly delivered. He stepped up and took responsibility for it. And I have a tremendous respect for anybody that does that. Um, in, in another world, I would reward him. But unfortunately, they were in a close race in the, at, at the bottom of it. So I think, I think we we've made our decision. Now, the, the judges... We talked about they have a lot of respect for the person who stepped up and owned up to the issue with the ADV Media podcast. So the person going home is Vincent Minucci. Oh, Vincent. No, totally fair. Like I said, it was, you know, my, uh, my, uh, timing you know i just i i was i was in crunch time um yeah you know work and family stuff it you know i, I wish i would have had more than <laughs> more than the of, two hours right literally up until the thing had to be posted to uh of course all i'll say is this discretion's a better part of valor often and if you're in a situation especially if you're up against a deadline Sometimes just try not having it in. If you can't figure out how to get it right, uh, uh, it is the creator's fallacy that we think there would be a very obvious phantom limb if you were to trim some stuff. Uh, uh, Oftentimes, it's far less than we think. And that's not a you thing. That's a creation thing. And this is a great lesson that now looking back, if you could trim that whole segment down to something smaller or certainly trim that line, it would have made for a better, uh, a better final product. All right, let's get to next week's challenge. 
things have been tough here the last few weeks. I think you guys would all agree between impossible challenges, restrictive criteria, and shortened prep times. Things have been pretty stressful. So we've decided that this week we're going to do away with all those pesky gimmicks. We're going to open up the field for some real creative expression. No hundredth episode, no headlines given at the last minute. I even thought about having you record this one while you were chained up at the bottom of a water tank. But but no, no. This week, we're giving you a break and letting you flex your creative muscles. And uh, since things have been so tense for the last two weeks, we've decided to lighten things up a bit. This week is comedy week. <laughs> You didn't think we'd forget to do Comedy Week, did you? Yeah, this week it's going to be your job to create a comedy podcast. And like I said, there are not many restrictions beyond that. Try to make the judges laugh. Show them that you have a mastery over the enigmatic forces of humor matched by no one, or at least not matched by the other teams. Uh, Also, this week we're raising the maximum length of your submission from 10 minutes to 15 minutes. Why? Well, because we're also going to shuffle down to two teams of three contestants. Uh, More people in the comedy writer's room is always a good thing, right? So the new teams, because ping pong balls are always funny. I have uh, six ping pong balls, um, and I'm going to be uh, drawing three people to be on one team and the three people to be on another team. And uh, we're doing away with our team names. So Team Hats on Hats is going to be... Tony P, Chaitna, and Will. And so that means our Bananas on Bananas team is going to be Nikki, Dusty, and Adi. Uh, as always, you're going to be meeting with Tom to get his suggestions for creating uh, some some uh, compelling comedy podcasting. And again, it'll be on Wednesdays at the usual Tom time. Both teams are actually going to be getting a bonus this week because that makes it fair. You're both going to be getting a coaching session tomorrow afternoon with Jill Kimmel. She is a stand-up comedian, a mom, a voiceover artist, an animal rescue advocate, a spelling and punctuation fanatic, a wannabe rapper, an actor, and a lover of grilled cheese, which makes the least interesting thing about her the fact that she is Jimmy Kimmel's sister. Uh, You guys will each get 15 minutes with her tomorrow afternoon at our usual coaching times. Other than that, judges, uh, what kinds of things you're going to be looking for in comedy submissions this week? It will be the easy thing of make me laugh, but do it with the tricks of timing and don't be afraid to be a little weird because what makes me laugh sometimes is something that's a little bit off. Um, this is maybe, I mean, Brian's such a liar. This is like the most complicated, hard thing in the history of ever. Um, so I wish you guys nothing but luck with this. Uh, comedy comes from, uh, uh, you guys making each other laugh. You got to be careful. You got to make sure that you guys are not trying out of nervousness to make each other laugh or you are finding something that isn't all that funny, funny, but what I would recommend in like a writer's room, like just get in the discord and see what people are laughing about the most. And when you think you have the idea, go two more ideas forward. Comedy is pure. You guys are funny. Make each other laugh. 
and you're going to make us laugh too. Sarah Lane, I want to thank you for being here, being part of the show tonight and being our great guest coach and judge this week. Where can people find more of you? Oh, thank you so much. It was so fun. I would love to do it again. And thanks to everybody who uh, put together news uh, podcast this week. Y'all are great, um, super talented, and keep at it. If you want to hear more from me, dailytechnewsshow.com is a great way to keep up on that. We do it every day. And um, otherwise, I'm Sarah Lane on all the social networks. Uh, that's going to do it for this edition of ANTP. On behalf of the writing staff, the producing staff, the judging staff, and the coaching staff, this is Brian Abbott saying thanks for listening. We'll see you here next time on America's Next Top Podcaster. Hello, this is Vincent. I just wanted to say a quick goodbye um, and thank everybody involved in ANTP for the opportunity to be involved in the contest. Um, to say it was an amazing journey is an understatement. I am hugely grateful for the opportunity to work with everybody involved um, to have the opportunity to to have such an exciting experience in podcasting, to learn and to grow in the craft. Um, very sad to be leaving. <laughs> that goes without saying. Um, yeah, uh, it, it really, really breaks my heart to be leaving. But um, I will uh, I will take with me all the lessons that I learned throughout this process, um, the relationships that were that were formed during the, the contest and the show uh, are, are huge. You know, the community is amazing. And um, yeah, it's just, it was a, a, a wonderful experience. Hate to be leaving. Absolutely hate it. But uh, hey, everybody's time must come. And uh, tonight was mine. So uh, thank you to the listeners. Thank you to Brian Ibbett uh, for the show, to the judges, to Scott and Jenny and Jerry. Um, thank you to Tom for the weeks of mentorship, uh, to Bobby, to Hammonds, um, yeah, to everybody, uh, to, to Lady Monica, just, yeah, just a, a great experience, wonderful community, can't say enough good things about what ANTP is and my time on it. Um, I wish all the best to everybody remaining in the contest. I look forward to working with everybody uh, involved in, in the MTP community for years to come on podcasting projects. Uh, yeah, moving forward. So again, thank you and, um, and goodbye. Cheers. Thank you for listening to America's Next Top Podcaster. This show brought to you by the lovely team headed by your host, Brian Ibbett. Follow Brian at Coverville on Twitter. Hammond Chamberlain as our executive producer. Follow Hammond at J Hammond C. Bobby Frankenberger as our producer. Follow Bobby at GM Funky Town. Lady Monica Stone as social media and community manager. Follow Monica at Wicked Kitten 13. Alex Albisu as our contestant interviewer and Patreon manager. Follow Alex at Alex Albisu. And I'm Gidget Von LaRue from Season 1. And you can follow me at Gidget Von LaRue. Consider becoming a patron of the show by going to patreon.com 
forward slash top podcaster. Make sure to follow the show at Podcasting Idol and visit our website at americasnexttoppodcaster.com for everything else. <laughs>